What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Goldberg. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. And I don't think we need to really diddle-dally around too much. Let's get straight into the business here. Obviously, if you've been following our Twitter, our Facebook, we've had two ducks, Sean Weiss and Mike Vitar, in legal trouble. So we decided to bring a lawyer on to help us figure out what exactly is going on, should be going on, and that kind of stuff. Danny is here with us. Danny, give the people your credentials here. What's up, everyone? My name is Daniel. Um, I graduated from the University of New Mexico School of Law back in 2014. Served as a puff defender in Albuquerque, New Mexico for about two and a half years. And now I am an associate at a law firm, Saucedo Chavez in Albuquerque. Been doing that for about, a, uh, about half a year. Focused mostly on employment law, that type of stuff. Cool. And for those, uh, pub defender means public defender. For those not familiar with the lingo. Did you say pub defender? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Now, <laughs> <The> old- <laughs> and I assume everyone understood that. I'm just joshing. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> we got to get this podcast at 30 minutes somehow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be well over 30 minutes with trivia. All right. Danny, do you, does your employers have any reservations about you coming on a Mighty Ducks podcast? Uh, absolutely not. Oh. What was their reaction when you told them? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, honest to God, were confused that there was a full uh, podcast devoted to, to the Mighty Ducks. That's, that's typically what we get. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds about uh, right. Oh, from as all of our guests as well. I heard about this. Okay, so you know, if your law firm sponsors this uh, podcast, we'll get them their own jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> if you send me enough information, maybe I'll pass it up up the ladder. A bit. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like it. We got a lead here. This is good. This could be big for the pod. I'm excited. Uh, let's go into the topic at hand here. So let's start with Sean Weiss. So Sean Weiss yeah. was. Arrested for shoplifting, sentenced to 150 days in jail for stealing $151 from a Fry's electronics store. Uh, I believe this yep. was his. This was like a multiple offense. Like this he'd is done his it. Second before. offense. Yes. So and th- it's $150 like dollars worth of stuff. Right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, Correct. You like, you know, like stick them up or yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now. 150 days in jail seems a lot for $151. Like, is this sort of a typical sentence, would you say? Absolutely not. Um, so, like I said, when, when I was in the PD's office for uh, what, however long it was, two years or whatever it was, I had, I dealt with probably, I don't know, 500 shoplifting. Wow. In the time that I was there, um, and not well, I'll tell you this: not once did I see a single person go to to jail for that crime. Wow! Uh, so the fact that this guy got 151 days for, or sorry, 150 days for selling 151 dollars worth of stuff, 
that's just sort of absurd in my mind. So do you think like he could have done something like piss the judge off or something? I, I, I try to look into a little bit more other than the, the, the background that, that I got from you guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I cannot tell. Um, yet my only thought is, is yeah, that's, that's about the only way that you can do something like that. So, uh, in, in my, in, in my experience, what I've seen is the majority of the time someone's going to get put on probation originally to start with. Mm-hmm. And then once they jack that up, that's sort of like their one free shot to see if they can be, you know, not a fuck up in society. <laughs> okay. Do you think it's possible that he was already on probation and we just don't know? And if that was the case, would jail time be warranted? Even that, though, no. So if he was already on probation, let's say he was on probation, what would have happened more than likely was that he would have gotten, pro- he would have gotten jail time for the case that he was on probation for. Not for the shoplifting, if that makes sense. So, example, if he oh, was on, okay. if he was on probation for, on an armed robbery for 150 bucks, then yeah, I could see that that him going and committing another shoplifting that would trigger his probation to be revoked and throw him into jail for 150 days. But from what I can tell, the first one too was just another petty shoplifting, which I mean, like I said, it's unheard of that someone goes to jail for petty shoplifting. But don't do it, kids. <laughs> don't. Yes, absolutely. Don't do it. It's 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 bad. So he had some like previous legal trouble as well. There's like a restraining order his ex girlfriend put against him. Would that play yeah. any effect in this situation? Um, if if he was convicted of a, of a previous violation of that restraining order, potentially. But again, we're talking like complete like apples and oranges. Like, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, the judge probably saw that and probably realized, you know, hey, maybe he's had some troubled past. But he's not gonna. I I I I couldn't wrap my head around why 150 days for 151 bucks of of stealing from an electronic store. Maybe the judge uh, was a hawk. Maybe, maybe. Do you uh, think this could just be kind of a uh, publicity stunt? <laughs> It, it could be. Yeah, it, it definitely could be. It could be, you know, you got the right guy in, in front of enough cameras and we, the state of California, are going to throw down the law on this guy to, to show that petty shoplifting is the crime of the century. But <laughs> was, that no, on, I, was that on TMZ? That Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, TMZ. So, I mean, just for uh, reference here, in 2014, a just judge tossed out a case against Weiss uh, uh, for him allegedly trying to urinate on his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like romantically oh. or like against her wishes? I would have believed against her wishes because she obtained a temporary restraining order. That This is according to TMZ as well. Shout out to TMZ for, for their... Good quality journalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hypothetically, if you yeah. uh, peed on someone and they didn't want you to do that... <laughs> What kind of legal trouble could you be in? Assuming you don't have any other offenses, things like that. There's, there's nothing more serious. It's just you're just peeing on someone. Tommy's asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this? I mean, it, it, there's, there's so many questions I would have for that one. Um, it might like if you're just like drunk and outside a bar and you accidentally piss on a guy's leg. I mean, that's, it's a battery. That's like, if a, you that's did like a Thursday more. night. <laughs> yeah, I know, Kevin. <laughs> 
a battery in my in my mind would be probably two steps higher than a petty shoplifting, still a misdemeanor, um, which would carry less than a year, but a what little it? more severe. More likely would get jail time. If you were doing it like in a weird like R. Kelly way though, like a non consensual R. Kelly way, mm-hmm. that that could get you into like some CSC criminal sexual contact land, which would be a felony. Um I think here in New Mexico, don't quote me on this, but I think that can carry up to four years for for something like that. What if it's like a drive by urination? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an assault with a deadly weapon, depending on the size. Oh, nice. nice. What nice. if I peed in a cup and threw it on someone? <laughs> uh, that's still a battery. You, you're you still causing it to... Um, you're still you're still causing the unwanted touch. So that, that's what you got to focus on in a battery is, is the unwanted touch. doesn't matter really how that touch happened. It's just that it was unwanted. Hmm. This is good. This Let's is just all... keep talking about pee. <laughs> yeah. I should reiterate. He had the case tossed, so no charges were, or I guess he was not convicted of anything there. So I should reiterate that. I should also mention I gave Sean the opportunity to come on the pod and explain himself. He did not respond. So, uh, just to be clear, be journalistic friend, about friend this. of the show, friend of the show. We like Sean. We like Sean a lot. Um, Did TMZ say that they reached out to Sean? They they got a quote from his lawyer who said Sean thinks that jail will be good with good for him. He's like hoping to write something like a comedy or something, not about a book, uh, hmm. uh, not a book about his experiences in jail. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. That he's he's gonna make some sort of book out of out of what he's learned about his his life experience there in jail. So there you go. So when you go to jail for I don't want to say 150 days is a small amount of time, but yeah. I feel like it might take a while to kind of get used to jail life. You know, what do you think Sean could like reasonably expect to be doing like each day? Um, so I, am guessing he's, he's probably just in the county jail for 151 days. He's not going up to the state pen or anything like that when it wouldn't be worth the state's time or money to actually transport him there. So he's just, he's just sort of going to be in your, your, your local county jail. So if you've ever been, I don't know if any of you have been, maybe potentially Kevin arrested arrested for for having too much alcohol and you had to spend some time sobering up in in a county jail. Um, that's probably what his, his experience is going to be like, but just sort of drawn out for 151 days and sort of, uh, I'm guessing he'll be general population, probably very low risk playing basketball and handball every day. So I, I, I would, it's not going to be the worst experience of his life. So is this like a, like a large shared cell? Like, like it's not like the drunk tank, right? It's like, no, he he would be in like an individual cell. Right. So, well, I'm, I mean, I, usually not. So, for the low-level guys, any anything, any sort of misdemeanor, any sort of nonviolent, um, even a nonviolent felony, they're probably going to get put in what they call it general population. And, and you're you're not necessarily sharing a cell. You're a lot of the times it's almost like a almost like an open dormitory, if you will. So there's a lot of uh, it's nice. basically caught. I've there's seen that on locked up. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Unlocked up, they got the, the open cots, and then they, you know, get their food. They can walk to the gym, play basketball, sit around, listen to the radio, watch TV, that type of stuff. So he's, uh, he's. I, I would be very shocked if he's locked in a four by four or a six by six cell, whatever it is. 
Is he going to actually serve the, like the full 150 days? Is there a chance that he gets out early, like for good behavior? Is it even possible with that sort of short of a sentence? I guess. Again, I, I don't know California for sure. Okay. Um, if, if you were in, so I guess I should take two steps back too. This is all my 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 understanding here is based off of a lot of what would happen and what could happen. I guess you should say in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's what my what the, my sort of frame of of references here, but I, I would imagine it's very similar around the around the uh, around the country. I I would guess to answer your question though, no, he's he's probably going to be in there for the full 150. The amount of time that it would take for him to get a new court hearing to address whether or not he would get release and whether or not he's been doing good and getting good time, probably going to take at the very least 60 days to even get that set. So it's almost not even worth it to do it. Um, if, if he's in for 150, I'm guessing he's doing the 150. Okay. What if he became a snitch on the inside? <laughs> uh, if he if was a snitch on the inside, he's going to have some problems when he gets outside. I think I think that would be a bigger concern for him. That's true. Um, no, but I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's possible the DA or whoever it was, the prosecutor, you know, gets a hold of him and decides to. I mean, I have no idea who he would snitch on for for shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's possible that something like that could happen. They cut him a deal and resentence him, but uh, highly unlikely. Okay, this is very educational. Yeah. Uh, anything else yeah. before we go on to Mike Vitar here? Uh, no, not really for for Mr. Weiser. I mean, like I said, that that one fifty for one fifty one worth of theft. That's in my mind just like like, like I said, completely absurd. There's I, I've never heard of something like that. It's almost like the prosecutor is like, we want him in there for every dollar that he sold, stole or whatever. Like, yeah. So we want him in there for 151 days. And the judge is like, no, that's absurd. I'm going to cut him a deal. 150 days. <laughs> one good, one day of good time. No, I, yeah, I saw that. I, I thought about that too. Why 150? So usually, usually what you do is you see uh, jail time in, in sort of increments of 90. Mm-hmm. So you get 90, 180, 270, that type of stuff. So the fact that it's 150, I mean, obviously they chose a five months, and that's what that is. But I don't know why you would choose five months as opposed to six months or three months. That, that tends to be either six or three months a lot more often than five months. So you talked about this a little bit, but just to re- – like what would be a typical punishment for a two-time shoplifter in New Mexico? Um – I would think you would probably you would probably be looking at so if I remember right it's, uh, it's again I've been out for a little bit I think mm-hmm. it's a petty misdemeanor so it carries a maximum of six months of jail time you're probably looking at it being on probation for six uh, for six months you wouldn't do a single day of jail you'd just be on potentially even unsupervised probation for six months and the difference between supervised and unsupervised supervised probation is whether whether or not you have to check into a, a PO. Uh, so okay. it's, it's potentially that you're just sort of like, hey, don't screw up for six more months, and that's your sentence. So, yeah, pretty 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 light here in in, uh, in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, compared to Los Angeles, there. All right, let's go on to Mike Vitar. So, okay. Mike Vitar, he was involved in some sort of incident in Halloween 2015. Just to recap for everybody. He ends up pleading no contest 
to misdemeanor battery. He avoids jail time. Uh, yeah. he, current, um, he was on an unpaid six-month suspension, according to TMZ. Now he's hit with a civil case in this matter. Um, first of all, like, what is he looking at here? Is this just like a, a monetary hit for him, or could something else happen to him as well? Yeah, no, so, so the difference between what you see in a civil case is it, it's pure monetary. Criminal, criminal, so the difference between criminal and civil is where you go, the difference between jail time and having to pay people money for whatever the alleged doing was. So in this case, the fact that he had his uh, criminal case already come and go, he's not looking at jail time anymore. Mm-hmm. He's just now looking to pay out money. Kind of like, kind of like in the OJ case. OJ, he was found not guilty in the criminal case, meaning he didn't have to do any jail time, but in the civil case, he had to do, he had to pay out whatever amount of money it was to uh, Nicole Brown Simpson's family. So it's kind of a similar situation that this guy's in now. He's he's not going to do any jail time, but the amount of money he may have to cop up here could, could get kind of high. Quick sidebar. Uh, did you study the O.J. Simpson trial in, in school? No. Yeah, that's no, not, not that's really. not taught in law school? No. So, yeah, everyone thinks like law school, like you're going to learn how to be like, you know, a trial lawyer. But that's that's kind of not what we learn. Uh we, we, we do learn some sort of trial skills, but a lot of it is a sort of learning how to read and analyze cases, which is a lot more dry and boring than when, what people think it actually is. So, so what you what you see on TV, what you see on TV, that's the real uh, that's the real sexy stuff of the of the job, if you will. A lot of our a lot of what we do as as attorneys on a day to day basis, though, is more of this like review of documents. How similar is your life to my cousin Vinny? He's not going to back, back in the so back in the PD days. I, I, actually, I do know this one because we did watch My Cousin Vinny for law school. <laughs> Re- required watching. That's was this like I, a substitute teacher day when they're like hungover or something? Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what my cousin does whenever she's hungover. She shows the kids a movie. Yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. We had a, our, our contract teacher, our grandma teacher. He just uh, had party too hard the night before, and we had to watch My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, that's not true at all. I, I made that up. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> um, but no, so ha- how close is my life to my cousin Vinny? Back in the PD days, one of the big perks about that job is I was in court basically every day. So that was a lot of my cousin Vinny. And because of the type of cases I did, I went to, to trial a lot. I did a lot of DWIs. So I was in front of a jury and sort of doing the whole acting, if you will, of my cousin Vinny quite a bit. But but now now I don't I don't see the courtroom as often. Did you ever have one of your clients try on a glove during a trial? <laughs> no 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 gloves were involved in any of my cases. I'm trying to think of it, if I had any like really good props that I could talk to you guys about. I, let, let me think about that. I'll get back to you on that one. All right. So let's focus on Vitar then. Um, so there's it's kind of weird. The plaintiffs law firm releases the set of six videos that yep. allegedly show what happened here and Vitar doesn't show up until the third one it seems like sort of a late party and he seems sort of like a bystander it seems there's like a main guy who's in like a muscle suit which can, you, is... can you describe what's what's happening and what the the victim is alleging okay so the victim is alleged like his lawyer if you look at this civil suit it is alleging like brain damage 
from from what like they beat the shit out of him right so he was apparently handing out candy in this neighborhood and it's like on the street not like at a house yeah uh, just on the street i remember when we first heard about it it sounded pretty weird yeah he was apparently handing out this candy on the street um parents got concerned including this main guy who's dressed up it's halloween so he's dressed up in like a superhero muscle suit they're all firefighters right they are all firefighters he starts yelling at him uh this is coming from the video now he starts yelling at him the 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 person who was attacked is holding the video at this point and he's also talking shit like there's it's going both ways in terms of the talking um eventually they argue, and the two firefighter people follow him as he sort of walks what seemingly backwards because he holds the camera on him, on them the whole time. And then you get to, I believe it's the third or fourth video where the camera just sort of goes black, and there's definitely a scuffle. And then there's a video where they're all holding this guy down. Um, they're accusing him of handing out drug lace candy. And eventually the guy, they're restraining him and and one guy has him in a headlock. He, eventually the the person attacked stops breathing. So they flip him over, have to do CPR on him. Luckily they were firefighters. Yeah. Thank God. You're going to get your ass kicked by someone. Yeah. So CPR. um, And then I believe, you know, ambulance comes, they treat him and, and then the aftermath comes on here so i mean that's the basic i'll put all the videos they're on youtube i'll put them on in the show notes um yeah but basically there's there's the main guy in the muscle suit and the v car comes in third and really is just asking the guy to walk away and then the scuffle ensues and he helps hold him down uh he helps hold the the guy who's got hit down but he doesn't really do much other than that um is he still sort of at fault here in this situation? Um. So let, let, let me let me start this by saying I w- I wasn't actually able to see the video of the actual him going down, if you will. So I think it's video yeah. number five that I missed, and I think the, from what I could tell, that was the most important one. Um. But yes, to answer your question, uh, Vitar, if if he is the guy who I believe he is, and and just for the the listeners sort of reference i am terrible with movies so you can tell he's a, he's a guy from sandlot or he's a guy from this uh and i'm not going to know who he is <laughs> so so yeah if it's the guy who i think he is uh yeah he's 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 looking at some trouble here why is that so the main the main issue that his defense attorneys are going to have to deal with is the fact that so so everyone has the right to sort of defend yourself, defend your property, defend your family, right? Mm-hmm. By the time this incident happened, at least from what I can tell, this guy is pretty far down the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you're saying, he's sort of walking backwards. He's sort of out of this. He's he's out of the zone of the threat, if that makes sense. So if if I'm if I'm trying to defend my house and someone turns around and runs away. I can't then just like shoot them in the back of the leg and be like, oh no, you're still trying to break into my house. He's sort of, he's turned, he's ran, you know, he's, he's out, he's no longer a threat to me. Mm-hmm. And the way, the way I see these videos, the, the plaintiff, the, the guy who's recording and who gets beat up, 
he he was i mean in my mind clearly outside outside the zone of any sort of threat here he 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 didn't, he didn't pose a threat to their family even if he had um drug laced candy which if you read the the um the complaint filed by the plaintiff's attorney they alleged that it was not and that they they had cleared him of having drug laced candy um but anyway so even if he did have drug laced candy and was sort of passing it around the neighborhood he he's outside the zone of the threat of 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 these um of of Vitar's sort of crew in that house so yeah we, I I think Vitar's looking at some at some problems there so even though he Vitar is not the main guy who comes out and, and starts arguing with them or anything like that he kind of comes in later and mm-hmm. he is still yeah. sort of in trouble for that yep so if you if you look at what If, if you look, if you look at what, what sort of torts are playing, and a tort is basically a cause of action, which you would legally base your 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 claim off of. If you look at the torts, they 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 claim assault, battery, um, negligence, a whole bunch of different stuff. And, and the ones that really jump out for for Mister for Mike is assault and battery. So he, from what I understand, holds the guy down while the other dude kicks him. Um, that that's going to be enough in my mind to be able to get him for assault and battery, um, and then it's going to be up to the plaintiff's attorney to show some, any sort of damages, and that's where you get the money from. It says how how bad was it, basically. Real quick, um, Mike, can you remind remind me what was the results of the criminal case? So Vitar pleaded no contest to misdemeanor battery. Uh, he got a bunch yeah. of community service, that kind of stuff. Avoided jail time. And so since he pleaded no contest, how does that kind of factor into the civil case? Because I guess when when you're pleading no contest, you're not admitting fault. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, that's correct. So the technical plea under under the law, it's called a nolo contendere. Um, Basically, what you're saying is I I give up my right to sort of challenge this, but I'm also not – as you said, I'm not accepting fault for it. So for legally, what that means in a civil case, you can't use a no contest plea um, as any sort of evidentiary basis in your civil case. So if I plead no contest to, for let's say, for example, a DWI, and then I'm sued for you know the, the auto accident that happened at the DWI, you can't you can't use my no contest plea in my DWI. To show that I was drunk and driving for that civil action later. Are are uh, civil cases like this? Are they typically jury cases? Yeah, um, this one I think they they filed a jury demand afterwards. I think they they it's either a six or a twelve person jury, um, but almost almost always you're going to have a, a jury trial. Well, it would be eligible for a jury trial in this case as opposed to what's called a bench trial. And a bench trial is where you basically have a trial in front of the judge and the judge serves as both both the judge and the jury. So yes, to answer your question, yes, this is a, uh, a jury case. Is there a sort of um, set number that comes out of this in terms of damages and that kind of stuff? Or is that more just case-by-case basis? Um, so what reading, reading through it, the, the fact that they are alleging that this guy had a TBI, a traumatic brain injury, that to me screams a whole lot of money. 
um, there's sort of so, sort of different values, if you will, depending on your injury. So if I get in a car accident and I walk away with minor bruises and scratches, that's obviously not going to be the same as if I break, you know, break my arm. And that's obviously not going to be the same as if I die. So there's there's sort of different levels of, of how how cases like these get valued. Um, one of the most the case of where where the, the defendant's going to have to pay out the most is likely going to be if the, like the person was put in like a vegetative state mm-hmm. and then death and then basically a TBI is right below death in this case because that's it, it's it's possible if this dude can no longer be able to work for the rest of his life that type of stuff can no longer enjoy the value of of his life and if that's the case and if that plaintiff's attorney can prove all that they're looking um I don't, I don't. I don't put an exact figure on it. I, I would guess it'd be in the millions, though. So I have. I have a hypothetical question. Um, I've always yep. wondered this: if you're sued and jury says, "Yeah, like you owe millions," you don't have millions. Yep. You don't have a house. You don't have a car. Whatever. You don't have like assets. Yep. What happens then? Um, they could put. They could put a lien on you, and basically, you'd have to try to pay that off over time. Um, but that's sort of the problem in, in a case like this. Is is the, the jury could award this guy, the plaintiff, you know, whatever. Let's say it's five million dollars, but I'm guessing this group of firefighters all together probably don't make five million dollars, you know, over a ten year period of their life. So this guy's this guy's gonna have a judgment, but a judgment legally is just a piece of paper. Um, you you got to be able to enforce that judgment somehow, and you got to be able to attach it somehow to some some sort of property. You don't got property and you don't have income. You can't take from that person what they don't have. So, um, in, in this case, I'm guessing. I'm guessing uh, what will happen just to avoid that. I'm guessing this case will settle um, for quite a lower number, probably in the hundreds of thousands of dollars range. Probably I don't know, maybe three, three hundred thousand, three hundred fifty thousand or so. Um, and it, with that, it, it's going to be likely that one of them will own a house, a car, multiple houses that they'll just attach that lien to and be able to take that house and, and get the value out of that. Is it possible uh, for uh, the defendants, I guess, in this case, um, would it be possible for them to file bankruptcy to avoid paying it? Um, good question. I I do not believe so. I, I I'm not all that familiar with bankruptcy law. Um, but I, I, I believe a judgment is something that survives bankruptcy. So for example, our, our student loans for anyone who's gone out to college, we can, we can file bankruptcy all we want on that, but that's going to survive that bankruptcy. That's going to travel with us. And then I believe, I believe a judgment, if, if the, the plaintiff were to get a judgment would also survive bankruptcy. Wow. A lot going on here. I think this is the most educational episode of the Quack Dash we have ever had. I feel like I'm like half a lawyer. It's <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. So when Kevin when Kevin called me, I was like, "Hey, man, like, am I trying to make this like educational? Or am I gonna try to make this like funny? I'm trying. I'm trying to do the best I can for you guys to not make this like a, a boring snooze fest. But I think that's sometimes what the law is. I found it very interesting. Yeah. I personally found it fascinating. Um, I know not to pee on people. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here's the deal: if if you pee on someone, if you pee on someone, just don't get caught. That that tends to be 
the, the best legal strategy for almost any sort of criminal case. Just don't get caught. Also, <laughs> if you're going to shoplift, do it in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Real quick before you go, Danny, can you tell us what like the most absurd case you've ever been a part of? Yeah. Um, let me see if I, let me see how I can phrase this the right way without without breaking any sort of my ethical duties I have here. So I I was involved. No, don't worry about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, don't wait. Don't worry about my license. That doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so I had, I had a case here in New Mexico. Uh, PD's office, the the city of Albuquerque was trying to uh, bring criminal cases against my client, and she was charged with having um, animals in the city of Albuquerque that she shouldn't have had. Like tigers? And no, it turns out, long story short, she had two goats in her backyard, <laughs> um, which normally, okay, like whatever, you just go get the goats and like take care of them. But we were able to argue successfully, the case was ultimately dropped, um, that these goats were her therapy goats. <laughs> she yeah, I know. Stay, stay with me here. Stay with me here. It gets better. She, she suffered from some sort of, uh, she had a TBI and had some sort of PTSD. And the only way that she was able to, and the doctor basically prescribed this to her, the only way she was able to remember to take her medicine and sort of enjoy life the way that she needed to was to have these therapy goats. And we brought in a bunch of cases from federal cases under the, the Americans with Disabilities Act, and we're able to show that this girl had to have therapy goats uh, in her backyard. <laughs> the city had no right to try to take them from her. And ultimately, the city was just like, you know what? Keep your therapy goats. So um, that, that's one that always jumps out in my mind is sort of one of like most absurd just sort of fact patterns that you have. Uh, so that 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 was uh, that's my that's my my, my goat girl case. That's, yeah. that's impressive. I think Bombay would be. Uh... Yeah, that's that's good lawyering there. All right, Danny, we uh, appreciate you taking the time here to educate all us dummies. Uh, Yeah, especially Mike. Yeah, especially me. I already uh, knew half of that. (laughs) uh, Yeah, and if anybody else gets in trouble, we'll uh, give you a call again. Absolutely, guys. Thank you guys for having me on. I really really enjoyed my time today. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thanks, Dan. All right, there you go. All right, let's move to Quack Attack Trivia right now. Joining us now, our next two competitors in the Quack Attack Trivia Challenge. This is matchup number five in round one. We're making our way to the finish line Well, of round one. Making our way close to round two. I don't know where I was going with that sentence. I just sort of lost it in the middle there. But uh, joining us now from New York is... Danny at D Reisner twelve. Danny, how are you today? I'm good. Happy to be here. Whereabouts in New York are you? Long Island. Oh, okay. How yeah. is how are things on Long Island? Everything's good. I just finished up an internship the other day. I'm starting my third year of law school. Uh, the fall, following after uh, Bombay's footsteps. Wow, that's big. That's big. Yeah, we. I mean. I think some ducks need your uh, law expertise at this point. But, Danny, your Twitter says, whatever you've heard about my greatness is a load of rubbish. So, I mean, I haven't really heard anything about your greatness. 
Um, does that make you like the opposite of rubbish? I guess so. It's actually it's a Harry Potter quote. Oh, um, wow! I they do it. like to use the word rubbish in Harry Potter. I wouldn't yeah. know. All right. Anyway, moving on to our next competitor. It's at Duncan Bruin seventy seven, also known as Brian. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing well, doing well. You said you are from Maine. Whereabouts in the great state of Maine are you from? Well, I, as we were talking before, I'm unfortunately not hailing from the Bangor area. So, but I, I was telling them the uh, the reputation of Julie the cat is very strong. But I'm from a little bit southern from that. I'm from uh, just outside of Portland. Oh, Portland. That's like the other city anybody has ever heard of in Maine. So the other Portland. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So what does easy ranch less is more mean? That's your Twitter Twitter bio. Yeah, Matt. Big uh big angels in the outfield oh. fans. So I uh I always grew I was a big uh, JP and Roger fan and obviously the the cranky old announcer in the booth there that's drinking all the time. So I always it's one of my favorite taglines, so I had to go with it. Nice. We got two Twitter bios full of quotes. I love this. I love this. All right. So if you are unfamiliar, which you should be by now, you should be familiar. 14 questions total. You buzz in with your name. First one to answer four correct questions wins. Moves to the second round for a opponent yet to be determined. Um, anything else? If, if the questions are too hard, we reserve the right to ask more questions. That is true. If the questions are too hard, we reserve the right to ask more questions. I don't think that will be a problem here. I think it's a good mix of not necessarily easy, but gettable questions and impossible questions that I just did for my <laughs> own liking. So, uh, yeah, I think I think it's gettable within 14 here, especially with these accomplished competitors we have. Uh, any questions from you two before we get going? I'm good. All set. Let's do it. All right. First question coming from D1, Coach Riley of the Hawks. What is his first name? Brian. 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 Like Brian, yeah. All right, Brian. Jack Riley. Correct. Brian's on the board with one. Do you think Jack is actually short for John, though? What? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's like JFK. They like they call him Jack Kennedy. Oh. It's like I a think... nickname. Like if you, I honestly never knew that. Yeah, I no, never knew that I either. I never even thought about it. No, Brian is definitely correct in this context, but maybe that's something that we should get Brill on to clarify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little controversy, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to question two. We're going to D2 now. So Mr. Tibbles gets hit by a puck during training camp. What is his order when he wakes Brian. up? That's Brian. Brian. Yeah, I'll have a uh, burger, fries, and chocolate shake, please. Correct. Wow. A cheeseburger and fries with a chocolate shake. That was well delivered. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we go question three back to D1. Ducks' first playoff game against the Hornets. What is the final score of the Hornets game? Brian. Ooh, Brian. 2-1. Incorrect. Danny. Danny. 
Three to two. Incorrect. Correct answer is mm. five to three. I knew it. Five to five three. three. Yes. I can see the scoreboard. Shoot. I, I do want to point out <laughs> that Mike said, like, ducks, very weird. He said, like, ducks. <laughs> oh, did I? I didn't even notice. notice. That, yeah. So those who are listening after the fact, rewind your podcast, listen to it, and then send us an email and let us know how awful it sounded. I did not even <laughs> notice. Wow. I'll, I'll try to be better. I'll try to be better for you all. All right. Moving on to question number four. Staying in D1, the beginning of the film, Bombay cites a court case. What is the court case he cites? Nobody. The court case is Minneapolis v. Higgins. Minneapolis v. Higgins. All right. So we go to question. We don't have any future lawyers on this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I was going to say, man. I'm going to look that one up right after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, what are we? Five. Five. First foray into D3 here. What is Coach Orion's academics requirements for staying on the team? Brian. Brian. It's going to be B's or better or you're running in the pine pony. Correct. Wow. Wow. Brian's a three. Three. This is a, just like a, a savant. Yeah, this is like a <laughs> LeBron performance here. All right. Don't go to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's all good. It's a comment. Whose dog is barking in the background? That's mine. Sorry about that, guys. That's okay. What kind of dog is it? It's two, actually. There's one Morky and one uh, Cocker Spaniel German Shepherd Dachshund mix. Oh, wow. Ooh, what nice. a combination. I think they're faring yeah. better in trivia than... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh. <laughs> Heckling over there. All right. <laughs> Question six. And it's it's 3 nothing by the way. 3 nothing. This could be for it right here. This would be a dominant performance. Uh, D1, what does Averman tell Bombay before Bombay leaves for the bus to play minors? Brian. Brian. And for God's sakes, soft hands. That is correct. That is correct. Well done. Brian (laughs) takes home four four out of six. And all four, like, direct quotes, too. Yes. Yeah. Very good. A little flair in there. Very much in character. Very good. Uh, Brian, you are the favorite at this point going forward after that four out of six. Danny, well, you are not the favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm more upset, but he's going to win the whole thing. So Danny ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah. That's tough. Danny, yeah. did you know those ones? I know Brian was pretty quick on the trigger to I buzz knew, in. I knew three out of the four that he got. He just was quick to the buzzer on it. Wow. Yeah. Expect- the first one was very close. I yeah. think that could have changed the game. Yeah, that was that made me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was going to get the rest of them anyway. question of you. Uh, removed oh so i we were talking before brian came on i removed one question because i deemed it way too hard and the question was when the ducks are having their like fun time on the north stars ice like skating around with what song is playing what is the name of the song playing you got to (laughs) act fast Accentuate the positive. Yeah, that's it. That's what it's called. Accentuate the positive. I only know those first two lines, like Brian. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Yeah. So 
That I was the one the I took away. But I definitely knew the tune. We both did. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it's interesting. That's the one that you deem too hard based on some of these other questions yeah. that have been on here. Well, that one I was like, I didn't know the name of it. I actually had to like, after watching it, I had to go and then look it up. So I was like, hmm. If that, what if I'm the, doing that, then without just not being able to like know know it right away. If I it had been a boys to men song, though, you would have known it. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Danny, good effort. Uh, continue to represent Long Island in law school. Good luck there. Um, valiant effort just came up well, well short. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, though, guys. I appreciated it. Thanks, Danny. And Brian, as we said, you are the uh, prohibitive favorite now. You're going to have a target on your back, so uh, I you're going to need to watch it at least like 12 more times to really um... – I don't, I don't think he does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. You no, know, I got to prepare. Got to prepare for anything. So, Yeah, so, I mean, you're one step closer to the number one Quackalite mug, so congratulations. We'll see you Thanks. in, who knows, maybe in two months or so. And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll be and, waiting the call, boys. Thank you. Oh, no problem. No problem. Uh, for us, thequackdeck.com. Go there. Contact us at Pod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash pod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us who the next duck will be in legal trouble. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. <laughs>